I would say I'm a pretty like mild mannered person. <laughs> <laughs> Never dramatic okay. um, ever. Well, our dad is usually a main source of subject when discussing our personal and mutual dysfunction. We would like to emphasize the fact that having daddy issues or a father at all is not required to blame poor life decisions on your childhood or to join us in discussion. This podcast aims to create a safe environment for young adults to open up and reflect on how and why they are the way that they are and how to use or lose those behaviors going forward in a light, comical, and laid-back setting. Basically, we get drunk and get real about our choices, and we invite anyone and everyone to join us. We are an all-inclusive space. Childhood trauma spares no one. How was your week? Let's see. Started with Halloween night, you know, full moon, extra hour. Everything seems very promising. Honestly, now that I think about that, that's dangerous on Halloween. It's terrifying. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it was a full moon, It was too. a full moon. It was Halloween. There was an extra hour of daylight savings. There was another thing I felt like that was in, oh, it was on a freaking Saturday. Saturday. <laughs> Dangerous. Danger zone. And, like, obviously things are crazy right now, but um, a coworker of mine had an outdoor concert where it was completely socially distanced and all that stuff, so we decided to go um, show our support for Royal Suns. They're a DFW-located band. Shout out. Check them out. Yeah, their music's dope. Um, and... All is well. I mean, the day started off with us kind of like hanging out and jamming and drinking. So my husband kind of started off down that road <laughs> with the drinking. Mm-hmm. And um, so we get ready. We head out. And he's just like really excited. And like we're making music right now. So going to a concert was just like really. And after a successful practice, like he was just. Band practice? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. He was just like really into it. And um. We decided to bring another friend at the last minute. She didn't have a ticket, so it was this whole ordeal because they were completely sold out. And so we ended up kind of, like, biding our time to see if we could get her in by, like, going to a local bar and continuing to drink. Mm -hmm. A few more drinks. Uh And then um, we get there. We get our friend in. She ends up finding another ticket from someone who was selling it. And he continues, and he's just clearly, like, and he was drinking two to one of our beers. You know what I'm saying? Like, he was out to have a good time. Yeah. It's rare when he does it, but when he does, like, you can tell, like, okay, tonight's going to be interesting. Yeah. So, he's partying. He's all rock and roll, whatever. Were you guys dressed up, first of all? I always want to know. No. Okay. <laughs> Not in the slightest. No. This would have been, like, ten times funnier if he was, oh, like, wearing, God. like, a, some like sort a of bunny crazy. rabbit or something. Yeah. <laughs> Darn. Just normal. But he was wearing neon orange shorts, which was the talk of the town amongst the people, um, amongst the peers, if you, I'm not going to say if you will anymore, <laughs> amongst <laughs> our peers. And, um, like, yeah, so, like, that's kind of how everyone kept tabs on him, because it's, like, freaking October. Granted, it's Texas, but it was a chilly night, mm-hmm. and he's rocking around in these, like, little short shorts that are, like, neon orange. Um... Anyways, gets completely hammered. We finally leave. Uh, the DD is taking us home. He's insisting, like, I want to go home home. I don't want to stay in Fort Worth tonight. Like, I just want to go home. And I get it. Like, once you get to that point, you're kind of just like, I want to go to bed. Mm-hmm. Want to be in your own house. Mm-hmm. So, all is well. We're heading home. We're about nine minutes away from our home. 
he had fallen asleep. I thought it was fine. I guess he woke up, which is like the worst thing. If you've ever been drinking, you're in the backseat of a car and you're asleep and you wake up and you're in motion. You get the spins. Uh-huh. Obviously, it's a bad time. But he immediately pukes in his own lap <laughs> in my car. We don't ever drive my car, man. And like, it's this tiny little baby Fiat. Okay, he's like smooshed in the back seat with him and my dog. And my dog's just like perfectly behaved, just laying next to him as he's just like puking his entire insides hey, out hey, in his lap. At least he didn't puke on the dog. That's true. Oh, we would have, I don't know if we would have made it through that. I'm going to be honest. There, there might have been some divorce papers. <laughs> yeah. So, so the best part though that I just find hilarious is when we left. Um, he grabbed two towels to bring to put over the seats so that my dog didn't like destroy my car. Yeah, thinking ahead. Yeah, like a very responsible thing. Sober, to do. sober. Right, sober decisions. Um, but as he puked all over the back seat of my car, never once did he think to reach for either of those towels. No, they sat directly next to him the entire time. Folded up nicely. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Never used. Never used. So. But if he puked on himself, did he get it, like, in your car? It was, yes, it was all over. Okay. So it was enough It was for the entire remainder of the nine minutes that he continued vomit. It it didn't stop. Like, it just kept going. Oh, man. Yes. It was traumatizing for me. It took me a while to be able to, like. Look him in the eyes. uh Yeah. Yeah. There's something about, I've always said there's something about. A guy getting really, really drunk, it's sometimes can just be very unattractive and you're just like... Oh, yeah. I think with most people it can be, but... Yeah, I guess specifically, it's not just guys, yeah. but for some reason. Yeah. It just... It was really hard for me to see. And, like, I can barely um, take care of myself, so it was just, like, very sobering I think me. that's what it is when mm-hmm. guys get drunk and, like, you kind of want them to take care of you and then you're like here I am taking care of you this is not what I want to be doing this is not attractive <laughs> right now like it's kind of the worst <laughs> he's gonna be so mad I shared this story but, but anyway so the next morning I'm like up all night I can't sleep because all I can think because I cannot bring myself to go out there and clean the vomit like I'm gonna be oh honest. so it stayed there overnight in the car? I would I would call it more like for a couple hours. Okay. Because here's why. I could not do it. Like, I was seriously so ill that if I would have gone out there, there would have just been more vomit added. You would have added to yeah, the situation. Yeah, it would have been bad. And I'm panicking. Luckily, it is October, so it's not super duper hot. I'm panicking, like, reading all these articles, like, do not leave it sit, do not leave it sit. And I'm just like. Well, I oh think it's, yeah, pretty common <laughs> sense. You don't okay. want to leave throw okay. up anywhere. But, like, so. I was looking up, like, best methods of cleaning it. Like, I didn't know if we had to go take it in somewhere to get it clean. Like, I'm thinking, like, you know, there's special chemicals or something you have to use. I don't know. But you should just at least get the chunks up. All right. I couldn't do it. Okay. I was already just making sure he wasn't dying inside. So, um, so I stayed up all night just, like, laying in bed. I could not sleep. And finally, like, wake him up at 6 in the morning. And, um... I'm like, honey, you got to go. You got to go clean up my car right now. No, I feel so bad because I can only imagine the pain that that was for him to get up and stand up, like to stand up at six in the morning that morning, um, let alone go and clean his own vomit from the backseat of my car. But he did. And I'm very proud. You feel bad? 
I feel bad now. I did not feel bad in the moment. Actually, I've got a really great pic of him. Um, Maybe I'll I'll upload it to our Instagram for people to see (laughs) if they want to see the state that he was in. Um, It was a beautiful, beautiful portrait. But yeah, so that's how my week started. Um, Halloween's my favorite holiday. (laughs) The real question is, how is that dad's fault? (laughs) (laughs) Well... I think we can maybe circle back to the fact that you feel bad. Hmm, interesting. Yeah, because I feel like dad always kind of never let any um, cracks show, like, in his composure as far as, like, emotions are concerned. Like, rarely, rarely did. Um, And I've chosen a more... (laughs) (laughs) emotional loving partner he's not afraid to express his exactly like he's very expressive and um I think that comes with its own set of consequences I mean he really was a little social butterfly that night and he was living his truth and he was living his life he just he doesn't know when to say like hmm I think maybe I don't get that last beer you know Mm -hmm. because he's just he wants to keep that ball rolling and I just think that's like the opposite of dad like I said so you went for the opposite so a lot of people uh say oh you date your dad but you decided to go for the opposite for something different so then you decided to go for this little social butterfly caused him to drink a little too much Mm -hmm. caused him to throw up in your car yeah and his emotions were very very visible and like like I feel like anytime dad would let those like cracks show I was always kind of just like I can't even think. Uh, what is this? At least in our childhood of when Yeah, no, never when we were kids. I've seen it a couple times as an adult. So but. because dad didn't show his emotions, you chose someone who did. Mm-hmm. Because you chose this person because of dad. Mm-hmm. He threw yeah. up in your car. He threw up in my damn car because of dad. Thanks, dad. Thanks, dad. <laughs> <laughs> All righty. for us this week well i thought i'd share a stepdad story this time a burger story for those of you who don't remember burger was our stepdad Mm -hmm. i know that sounds like a weird name but it's an inside joke so just get to know him as burger yes (laughs) that is a person's name we're not talking about food (laughs) okay so this happened, I want to say, freshman or sophomore year of high school. Okay. I wasn't I wasn't driving yet. Okay. Because I recall, like, his responsibility was to get me to school. Okay. Like, very rarely was I ever alone with him. Lucky. I think I, <laughs> I, think I kind of, like, was driving and kind of got out of that pretty quick. Yeah. Like, a little bit in middle school, but, like, mostly it was, like, car rides, like, and that was kind of the only times it was one-on-one. When he could really trap you. Mm-hmm. And talk <laughs> about stuff you don't want to talk about. Do you need me to pick up tampons? <laughs> oh, God. That's a whole oh, that's gonna spike. another I story. Gotta, I oh, I got to tell that story one time. So he was driving you where? Yeah, he was driving me to school. It was like his responsibility in the morning. Um, I think it must have been winter or something. Because I normally took the bus. But I do remember like getting us out the door at least was his job. And I was getting ready. And, like, I went out to the hallway and 
stepped on something and I just like screamed a little bit. Um, I'm, I would say I'm a pretty like mild mannered person. (laughs) Never dramatic, um, ever. But um, I may have slightly overreacted a little bit to stepping on whatever I stepped on. Do you know what you stepped on? No. So he comes running up the set. Because the you stairs. screamed. Because I screamed. Like, bloody murder. Um, and he's like, oh my gosh, what's wrong? And I'm like, oh, I stepped on something. It hurts real bad. Because, like, I just screamed. Like, and it did hurt. Like... Whatever, it probably would have been fine. I could have just like continued getting ready. And, at like, that point, had you looked down at your foot to see what you stepped on? Like, do yeah, you know what I mean, you we were on? both inspecting it pretty closely. He could got you very see involved. anything? I uh, know I couldn't see anything, but it did hurt. Like, if you pressed on it and stuff. But was like, there blood? No, I would equate <laughs> it to like a splinter feeling. You know, it was kind of like, oh, I could maybe stop this now. But he, the way he reacted, he was just so over the top because you know he's very over the top as well so you've got both of us being over the top so at that point you're like oh I could be fine but because of his reaction you're like I'm gonna keep going with this (laughs) (laughs) okay so so he's like inspecting my foot and I'm like it hurts like I don't know what to do and so he was like, and by, by now, I'm like, I don't know, maybe I could, like, go late to school or something. I don't know. Like, this is kind of nice. And so he starts freaking out, and he's like, well, well we're going to the doctor. He's, he, like, calls mom because she's, like, at work and um, decides I'm going to the doctor. So we go to the doctor, and they numb up my foot. It's the same day you go? Uh-huh. Yeah, so I'm like cool like I'm no school for me yeah missing at least half a day like this is cool like whatever kind of limping a little bit you know playing it out because I mean why do I feel like you were using crutches after this okay I will get there don't (laughs) jump ahead I'm starting to remember the story it's like basically a splinter but they're like looking in my foot they've numbed it up I'm like here for it or whatever and she was like you got x-rays too can you wait (laughs) (laughs) okay 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 i'm sorry keep going so then they're like digging around my foot nothing comes out and the doctor's like oh my goodness like because they they didn't want to do x-rays because we thought it was glass and glass doesn't show up in an x-ray so they were looking to see if anything would just come out nothing did and then they're like poking my foot and they're like is it still in there and I'm like well it hurts I mean I have an open wound now on the bottom of my foot like yeah it hurts when you poke it like I'm not lying technically like I don't know maybe it's still in there I don't know so mom's gonna kill me when she hears this so next step she's like fine we're gonna go ahead and do an x-ray just in case it wasn't glass so we go, we have to wait for the x-ray place to be, like, available for us. So I'm, like, literally missing all day. This is just you and Burger still? Yeah, like, okay. he had to go with me to the doctor. It was weird. It was kind of like, and there were a couple times throughout the day where I was like, wow, is it really worth it? Like, I could have just gone to school, like, you know? Like, this pain, which pain is worse? The foot or hanging out with Burger? Like, like I'm not all sure. all day. But, like... <laughs> Most of it was me sitting around at home, like, having a sick day, though. Yeah. Like, it was a lot of waiting for a doctor's appointments. So, anyway. So, we go do the x-ray. They don't see anything. <laughs> they assume it's glass. 
because my foot still hurts. I can't say I feel fine now. I'm in too deep. You're in way I'm too way deep. too deep. Like I, I mean, basically, when we went to the doctor, it was too far gone. It was out of my control. Could do nothing about it. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so they decide I have to go into surgery. <laughs> into surgery <laughs> also i would like to say i hate going to doctor's offices like i really hate doing it. i hate hospitals so much but like i'm telling you it was completely not my fault it was out of my control completely out of my control at this point mm-hmm. so they tell me like we're gonna have to cut the foot open and look <laughs> around and i'm like what and like <laughs> what am i supposed to say now Oh, it's probably nothing. Like, no, I'm way too far in. (laughs) So they have to, like, put me under and everything, man. And I'm, like, terrified. I insist I need to bring my phone so that I can listen to music. So you can take a picture and post it and be like, oh, in the hospital. We didn't have Instagram back then, homie. Oh, my God, you're so old. (laughs) (laughs) So I go under whatever. I'm terrified of hospitals. And it looked like there was some sort of student study going on because there were a bunch of young people in masks and they were pushing me down on the gurney and I don't know if someone just thought it would be funny but one of the guys just like jumped in front of the gurney and went ha and that was the last thing I remember before going they put you under. under yeah and like maybe it's you're hallucinating because that seems strange and that could very well be true I still to this day believe that that did happen mm-hmm. and I'm just now questioning it so thank you for doing that yeah um and so when I come to, the nurse that was watching me was just like, wow, I am so impressed with you. I've never seen somebody, like, bounce back and be on their phone and just, like, texting. Like, you just really weren't phased at all. So I was texting all my friends. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, I had my phone. And um, I read the messages later, and it's just, like, a bunch of letters. Gibberish, yeah. Not even gibberish, just letters. There's no words at all whatsoever. So this um, was after the surgery? Yeah, that was after the surgery. So they still didn't find anything, which is weird yeah, to me. Yeah, because there was never anything there. <laughs> I am positive. It's super weird to me that they didn't find anything because it hurt so bad. You don't even understand. Um, so, But the problem was that they, like, cut my foot open. Yeah, surgery. Like, on the bottom. Mm-hmm. So I had to wear this little booty, and I was out of school for, like, several days. So it was a pretty good haul in my opinion. I need to interject (laughs) because I have a splinter story too, but not with Burger, with dad. Okay. So when we were younger, we were playing outside and we were over at Sam's house and I got a splinter, like actually a splinter. Like it was almost like a nail. It was Mm -hmm. like that like thick, but it was a piece of wood and like they could not get it out of my foot. I vaguely remember this. Yes. And mom was like trying to get it out with a needle, like super gentle like kind of going around the edges and poking at it like trying to get it out with tweezers like spending like an hour on it and like you know being gentle mom and then dad gets home from work and he like grabs my foot and he's like what what do you have in your foot he okay this might be dramatic but he I swear he took the needle or the tweezers and like jammed it into my foot and yanked that splinter out like uh, uh, and I was like bleeding like a uh, lot because he just yanked it out of my foot and it was thick oh like oh my gosh and I'm just hearing this story about you <laughs> you did not even have a splinter in your foot and burger 
took you to the hospital and I you got surgery. I was traumatized. And then compare that to my story <laughs> with dad. When I had a splinter, he literally stabbed my foot with the tweezers and ripped it out right there. Listen, the thing is, is I could have gotten like, if there was some, something in there, I could have gotten like infected. Uh, shut up. <laughs> I'm so... Are you seriously mad at me? Yeah, I'm actually kind of pissed. I didn't know. I did not realize. <laughs> These are two different timelines. Like, I don't know what to tell you. I know, but I'm just trying to compare the two father figures in our lives. No, I know, but why are you mad at me? I don't know. <laughs> but I'm kind of pissed. Okay, well, no, be I'm pissed just at dad. That's what we're here for. Yeah. Okay, so you. Were, I remember you were using crutches for, like, a couple weeks. <laughs> I vaguely remember that. I had a boot on. I think I might have had crutches for the stairs. It was very, it was, it was out of my control. It was a very dramatic situation that just went on for far too long. But it wasn't my intention. It's like, okay, a human reaction when something sticks in your foot is to react. Uh I had also just woken up. And then it just kind of spiraled. It just, and it ended with surgery oh my gosh (laughs) so how does this how does this translate into your life these days well first of all how is this burger's fault um I wouldn't so much say it's his fault I think I mean I think that he also escalated the situation like he by no means like calmed me down he like, didn't do anything wrong in this situation. No, this, not is really. not, this is my fault. This is not on brand. No. This is not anyone's <laughs> fault but yourself. I'm just sharing a story that I shared with a father figure, how it backfired, and it's wrecked me to this day because I still function that way, barely, by just kind of like do something and then other things happen and it's out of my control. Okay, and- we're going to stop saying it's out of my control. <laughs> That's where we're going to first stop. So you, but you're saying like, so to this day when something happens, um, like I can sometimes still like on occasion, maybe every once in a while, (laughs) be be a tad, a little bit dramatic, like from time to time. Okay. Um, and so yes, sometimes it gets out of hand. Like people feed off of my initial reaction. Okay, so you're saying your initial reaction is dramatic, and then when people react, it mm-hmm. it fuels the fire. Okay. And why like, do you think that is? I mean, I'm sure it's dad's fault, <laughs> but um, in general, I just why? So you're afraid to like pull back and be like, oh wait, maybe I overreacted. Well, it's like, it's, it's more like, I just like, I react so fast that I don't catch it in time. Mm-hmm. And then the person's already reacting to my reaction. So it's like, what do I do now? Now it's not even, Have you I don't want to say not in my control because I'm scared to say that. But literally, I am not responsible for others' reactions. <laughs> but you are when your reaction. I'm responsible for my own reaction. So I, it needs to start at the source. And I recognize that. Okay. We'll get back to that, but why do you think that you're afraid to just, like, take a step back and be like, okay, wait, maybe I overreacted. I'm sorry about that. Let's just move on from the situation. Like, why don't you think you can do that? I, I thought I was 
just gonna share a fun story. Damn. Oh, we're we're digging deep. Here. Okay. Um. Yeah. I don't know why that is. I feel like. Also, I too am an empath. So it's not just that the person. You think I'm not an empath? No, no, no. I think you're an empath. But where you're about to go with this, it's just not. <laughs> because not here's it. what happens. I have my initial reaction. Boom. Lit the match. Then that person is like ah gasoline and then i absorb their ah and then it's like ah ah, ah. (laughs) (laughs) okay Here we are. You're still not taking the fault for this. Correct. That's correct. <laughs> so you react. I took the fault by saying from the beginning of the story, I should have just okay. not reacted. Okay, so I was trying to go a different route. I was trying to go. I wasn't trying to change who you are as a person. Because if you, who you are as a person is to react with, you know, passion, then that's fine. <laughs> So I was thinking, how can we, you know... Maybe, like, at a later stage. Yeah, since you do it, maybe it's instinct. How can you then take responsibility for it after? But that's clearly not going to (laughs) happen. I can try. I I do feel, like, there are some instances, too, where I've had people be like, oh, my gosh, you freaked out at me about this. And I'm like, when did I freak out at you about that? I don't recall. And, like, I was literally just joking around, Mm -hmm. and they took it as me, like, coming at them. And I've been able to, like, be like, whoa, 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 no, that's not the case. So I mm-hmm. do feel like I try to kind of diffuse a situation after the fact, but I also think, too, in adult life, it's so different. Like, obviously, like, I'm, I was a teenager. I was a child. And, yes, I prioritized getting out of school. And maybe, maybe there was a little voice that was like, you're fine. Walk it off. But it was like. Ooh, but I could also just like not go to school. Yeah. I didn't know I was going to end up getting but surgery said- for it. And I really, really wish I did not have to do that. That's Okay. But you said it still like translates into your life sometimes yeah. to this day. Yeah. Can you think, think of like a situation or a circumstance? Um, I think I can jump from zero to a hundred with like most things, not just angry things or frustrating things, like also happy things. Mm-hmm. Um, specific examples. I mean, day to day with Sean all the time, like, and, and it really does depend on the way he reacts back to me on how the conversation's going to go. Hmm. <laughs> Do you think that's a good thing or no. a bad thing? It's something I'm actively trying to work on, but it is hard. So you're very, it's really about the tonality of things, right? Like you could say the same thing the same sentence and you could do it down here and you could do it up here and if you do Mm -hmm. it up here I'm gonna react up even a level higher Mm -hmm. kind of just like my functionality and so you have to one-up everyone (laughs) I mean what is that supposed to mean I I don't think that's the case I think just like in energy like I match and I like I I excite the situation and I think that can be a really positive tool in some cases but I can also see how that's a fault and I can work on it 
Hey, it's a great story to tell. It is a great story to tell. I mean, I don't even think I have a scar anymore. I honestly, like, forgot that happened. But as you were telling it, it was, as you're telling the story, it was, like, coming back into my mind. And I was like, oh, my gosh, I actually remember this all happening. Well, That's I just so thought funny. it was a good story to share because it's one of the most vivid one-on-ones I have of With me Burger. and Burger. Yeah. yeah. Like, interaction-wise. Like, I mean, don't get me wrong. He did a lot of really annoying, frustrating things, and that necessarily wasn't one of them. I mean, he made he sure didn't I was do the doctor. Like I said earlier, he did not do anything he did not, wrong. He did not de-escalate the situation either Yeah. as the parent. I mean, he. I never would have suggested going to the doctor. Yeah. He freaked out. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, I probably, like, he would probably could have been like, I don't see anything in your foot. Get dressed for school. And I would have gone. That's, and that's um, 26-year-old you saying that. But I don't know if that's how you would have reacted when you were younger. Honestly, what would have probably happened is he would have been like, get dressed. We're going to school. And then I would have gone to Calm mom, mom later. And I would have been like, you would not believe. Be like, oh my gosh. Burger is doesn't the care worst. About me he doesn't all. care about me. He doesn't I care about me. I can't believe you would marry him. I got stabbed in the foot today. And he does not care. <laughs> <laughs> that is so true. That is exactly Honestly, what would have happened. If it wasn't me, it would have been you because I would have told you the, about the interaction and you would have been calling on the phone Ooh, with mom too. I was always stirring things up. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I just wanted to share that story. I felt like it, it spoke to my character and kind of like the dynamic um, in the way that I live. Yeah. <laughs> and, and now you them. can maybe pinpoint those, those instances, maybe, uh, Start a little softer. I can. I don't necessarily need to go all the way soft. I think you need to start soft, softer. I, I think you should. A little softer. <laughs> I think you can be, you know, who you are and respond with passion. But maybe when someone else responds back, you don't have to escalate it even more. <laughs> maybe take a step back and be like, was that the appropriate response? And I maybe can retract that. I don't have to feed into it even more it's okay to be like yeah that was a mistake <laughs> can we rewind a bit or right. you can feed into it and have a have great, great story so <laughs> well I loved that story and I think it definitely speaks to who you are as a person but that's why you're basically the most entertaining person to hang out with <laughs> so honestly I wouldn't change a thing oh thanks I don't plan on changing and actually I find it funny that you worked so hard to find my errors and things when the entire point of this podcast as just a reminder to everyone is that nothing is wrong with us everything was <laughs> was wrong with how we were brought up it's always our dad's, dad's fault <laughs> all right well Follow us on social, on Instagram, underscore, underscore, daddy dot issues. Yeah, and then on Twitter, underscore, underscore, daddy issues. Go ahead and give us a follow if you want to see some funny things. Yeah, 